With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Episode 344, After the Whistle, presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. Nothing else comes close to the shit that we saw last night, I'll tell you that much. Just kidding. It's only four games in. I'm not panicking. <laughs> they said not to panic. Not to panic. Do you remember that? Yes. Do you know the movie? What movie is that? I don't know. It's uh, it's Vince Vaughn. He said not to panic. Couples retreat. They're in the in the water with the shark, and they they like if you come into contact with any sharks, do not panic. And then they're like, and they're in the water, and the sharks are coming. And then the other guy, I can't remember who the other guy was in the the character in the movie, but he starts swimming to the boat, and he's like panicking. And then Vince Vaughn's yelling. He said not to panic. He said not to panic. <laughs> Uh, do you anyway. do you do you feel like there is um how do you feel the mood is right now? How do you feel the mood is today? Well, you liked the show tweet last night, eh? Well, you know, it, it it's just it's actually kind of funny. You threw a little just a little 
I didn't. Yes, you did. Our, our Twitter operator did. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, Doesn't mean we don't advise them on what to tweet sometimes. So but... what? What did you? What did our Twitter operator say? I think let's... the words came down as. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. <laughs> um, and we heard it. Did we ever hear it? Yeah. Yeah. But here's the a... thing, though. There's there's nothing that they're going to say, positive or negative, that is going to surprise me. You? Anything surprise you? Did you read the comments? No, they, they've, they've actually, uh, a lot of people, like like a lot of people, are obviously frustrated, just like I'm I'm sure that there's a little bit of frustration in, in the dressing room. Um, They're all talking about basically what we have talked about in the last two months. Or maybe even longer. Which is? Which is... um, They didn't touch the forward line. They didn't touch the forward line. We have the youngest team in the league, and they did not touch the forward line, but decided to bring in Zach Benson because Zach Benson scored eight points in the preseason. Um. Victor Olofsson still on the team, played in the first couple games, didn't play in the last uh, couple games or whatever, and people are asking why. Um, you know, they didn't address the goaltending. They just bring in uh, a young uh, goaltender, which, um, listen, I mean, they lost 4-3 last night. They lost 4-3. Certainly was not because of goaltending. Certainly was not because of goaltending. Because... Like last year, this team struggles defensively. They really struggle defensively. And um, I think that's where the frustration comes from for people. Is that it's... Well, which one? It, it's the I just same, named like a bunch of them. Well, no, it's it, what you just said. It's the same. It's the same team. It's the same style of play. You know, there's no real significant improvement in in drive or passion some nights. Yep. Get it. Guys go on the offense. They get excited. You know, the energy, you know, ramps up a little bit when they start heading the other way, but just an overall team, just team effort, team energy. I mean, the, 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 the too many men on the ice at the end of the game. That is embarrassing. Okay. Who's that on? I don't, Who's listen, I, I doesn't matter. I, it does matter. Okay, well, collectively as a whole, because because Don Granado after that happened, just leaned back against the boards in the glass in disbelief. Like, like who gets shit on on this team for making a bad play? Does anyone get benched? Like, besides taking Victor Olison out of the lineup, which is just an absolute no brainer. I mean, you don't need to be saying that you're taking real chances by doing that. Yeah. Where's the accountability on this on this team? Well, there was like, a there was a mistake made. Okay, someone jumped on the ice. Not sure hundred percent who it was. It's kind of seemed to me when you're watching the the TV, it could have been Casey Middlestad. It could have been someone else. Um, just a just a really real 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 tough time to take that penalty i mean that is just i mean 
it's a struggle, but I, I guess, you know, there's obviously frustration with the, uh, with the fan base. I'm not even worried about the fan base. I'm worried about like, you know, what do you think is going on in the dressing room right now? There, there have been some players that have, you know, grossly underachieved in the first four games of the season. Um, Yes, it was great to see Tage Thompson uh, score a goal last night. Great. But I don't think he played well. I don't think he played well. We expect much more from him. I think he expects a lot from himself. But this team will win and lose with with their top guys playing like top guys. And I don't think I don't think it's happened yet. Alex Tuck has not played his best hockey. Uh, Tage Thompson hasn't played his best hockey. Jeff Skinner um, has not played his best hockey. I don't think Dylan Cousins has played his best hockey. I know he scored in overtime the other night, and I'm happy for him, but I don't think he's played his best hockey. So when you kind of start going down the line, um, there's been there's been few players that I would sit there and say, wow, he's played very well in the first four games. Um, I could probably name one that kind of sticks out in my mind that I just, my expectations of him, I think he's, he's played very well up to this point and that's Jordan Greenway. Big. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. And and listen, I, I want to sit here and pile on too. I do. I want to pile on. Well, no, I don't really I, want to pile on. I listen. no, I, no, but I want to. I we there, were I, one I mean, of those guys. I mean, we were I'm disappointed. I, I'm sorry. I'm disappointed how this team has started in a season where there's such high expectations. I'm really disappointed. I'm tired of hearing. Like I almost feel like adding young players is just your excuse. But to, are, to, are you surprised with the, excuse the, to underachieve? Like being the youngest team in the league is is going to always be a crutch to say, "Well, we are the youngest team in the league. We are the well." That's not. That's not. That's not the fans' fault. That's not our fault. That's the person who builds the roster's fault. Who doesn't have a more veteran laden team right now with all these young prospects? Like, what are you going to do with all these guys? That's my problem. Like, if this was this, if you missed the playoffs by one point, you need to go and say, how do I make up that point and then sustain it? Because look, where's Ottawa right now in the standings? I know it's four games in. I know it's only four games in. Where's Ottawa? Top of the Atlantic. They're first, yeah. Where's yeah. Detroit? Second yeah. in the Atlantic. Boston's a surprise to me. Or Boston's yeah. at the top. Boston's at the top. They're up there. Boston's at the top three. Ottawa. Ottawa's second. Detroit's third. So, I'm, ah. yeah, like like this team, this, this this is the same exact team. Would you say that? But it's would only, you say that a team like it's only four Ottawa, games in? Would you think that Ottawa and Detroit are 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 very similar situations to the Sabers? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no, but yes. Okay. What What does that mean? I don't. I don't well, I don't know. I think the Sabers have had a lot more worse seasons. I think Detroit has been able to kind of build on the fly. They haven't had a number one pick. I think the highest they've had over the years is four or five. 
So they've slowly yeah. kind of built. They've also kind of acquired players. Like they, what they do, they went and got to look at what they've done in the last two years. They've continued to turn over roster. Like go look, like they picked up the guy from uh, uh, Chicago. They picked up Andrew Cop. Yeah, Coop. Andrew Cop. Yep. That was that was over a year. That was the last summer. And he played. Uh, he played in Winnipeg and then got traded to the Rangers at the deadline. Um, they went and picked up JT Comfer. Andrew Cop. JT Comfer. They went and picked up David Perron from St. Louis. Yeah, there's another one. And this is all adding to their star players, like the Dylan uh, Larkins and, you know, Fabries, I guess. And then you have younger players that Lucas Raymond, who they're trying to build around these younger players, Lucas Raymond and uh, Mort uh, Sider. Yeah. Let's not um, forget, like, uh, not afraid to make bold moves, too, by the way. Got rid of Mantha, got rid of Bertuzzi, uh, went out, I think, gave up something, gave up a second or something for that goaltender, the the mouse, whatever, now know who I'm talking about? Nope. The Russian goalie. Okay. Uh, Like, they've gone and they've made some moves. Like, they're not afraid to make changes. Well, they ended up, I think they ended up picking up that Vili... Huso, Huso uh, as an unrestricted free agent at the time. Um, I mean, they've gone out and 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 you know added guys like Jeff Petrie, who's an older player, Oli Mata, um, Shane Gostaspare, Ben Sherratt. Like they've basically gone out and traded and signed their almost their entire team. They're older. Uh, in the sense that they're supporting these young players like Mort Sider, Raymond Lucas, guys like that. My 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 thought over the last couple months is at what point in time, and I don't know when that is for Kevin Adams and and his staff that you know obviously talk at length about these things. But why? I, I just for me, it's like. Um, does this does this surprise you that that the team is in this situation? Like we had we had like eight guys, nine guys last year that had career years. Okay, you don't have career years every year. That's why it's called a career year. There's guys that explode in a year and then they come back to planet Earth in the next year. Okay, there was a number of players on the Buffalo Sabers last year that had career years. They still didn't make the playoffs. This team's loaded with an insane young core, an insane amount of talent. I'm just curious to why you would add an 18-year-old hockey player. And yes, I know that he played well in preseason. I understand that. But preseason is for the birds. We all talk about that. Vanis Thomas Vanek last week was talking about that going really the veteran players don't give I a got shit criticized. About I got criticized for not watching preseason they're like you're not a you know how can we listen to you you don't even watch preseason you know why I don't watch preseason doesn't mean shit yeah I assume whoever made the team <laughs> is either here because they have a contract or they earned it so we'll see what they do when the puck drops and we're kind of seeing that now Preseason does not mean anything. Yes. 
Yes. It doesn't mean anything. It is a it is an opportunity to see your high-end prospects and see what they can do. The veteran players are just trying to ease into the season. That's right. They don't want to get hurt. Like they're just there for not, timing. They're they're there to, you know, get the rust off. And then you have, you know, a Zach Benson, who's the first 13th overall pick. He's coming in with piss and vinegar, got put in very good situations playing with top end players. And he, and he actually produced as a young like, kid. My point is, and I said this, I don't know how many times he shouldn't be here. We already have the youngest team in the league. Well, Why not night, go play out the blue and line. support? I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to center him out, but the play it's at not, the blue line. Dennis, I know Gilbert, what you're going to say. Dennis Gilbert knocks him over. They go down and score. And that's just, that's tough. It's not on him. It's, he got knocked over in the offensive zone. That's not the reason why they scored that goal. They scored the goal because they stink defensively. Am I wrong when I say that? Like watching this game and texting with you last night saying, are you watching this? Well, it, they it, struggle for, defensively. Okay, for like example, Devin Levi, like Devin a veteran Levi player, right now, a, a veteran player should have been uh, nine, nine to three. Okay. Nine to three. We're going to see him tomorrow too against the Islanders. I mean, well, here's the thing. I mean, like how, how long are you going to let the other goalies rot on the bench? Yeah, goalies is another problem. Goalies is another problem. Ottawa Senators have a problem in goal right now? Do they have a problem? No, because they went and got a number one goaltender that is a clear-cut guy, Corpusalo. They paid him. Do you think Detroit has a problem right now? No, they went out and they got their number one guy and Hosu. Or Hosu or whatever his name is. Devin Levi played very well, and he made a lot of incredible saves. Incredible saves. He's not the reason why we lost this game. That's it. A couple softies on him. A couple softies. Let's be honest. The one under the pad, you know, it's softy. The one, the the Rizicia one from the side of the net. Like, granted, I know Middlestad fell, and that guy was wide open, but still, like, Greenway tried to collapse in time. He couldn't. Johnson didn't have to react because the guy wasn't in it. The guy wasn't a threat. He's a left-hand shot standing off to the side of the net. And he shot, and he fired it inside post. Your goalie has to have that. Yeah. If you are the savior, you're you I fucking, think you, you we're giving have up that. too much. You got Jeff Skinner, who's a veteran hockey player, okay? 31 years old or 30 years old, and he's well, just on the say, power play. Just and don't then say you can't blame the goalie. is a pass. Okay, uh, fine. Uh, fine. I'm not talking about that play. I'm talking about a shot from the side of the net. That's the only play I'm really criticizing. And the one that f- went under his slid under his pad. Like these are saves where if you're going to win games with young goalies these young goalies have to make those saves it's not enough that he's a young goalie and you say well he the game could have been nine to three i'm sorry a veteran goalie probably doesn't let those pucks in it's just the simple it's the facts like these are big time shooters in in it's not college hockey anymore it's not world juniors anymore a lot of stock put in this kid and I know I've already said it. It's early on. It's only four games in. Things could go south here real quick. And it doesn't take long. 
I mean, I know we're only four games in, but you're one and three. Oh, well, um, I think the uh, why think do you th- why do you think players are struggling? I wouldn't even say struggling because they struggling off, they've would gone be... off to a bad start. I'm not saying struggling. You can't say players are struggling four games into the season. I exactly. need to reiterate yeah. that. Like, yeah, let's just settle down on that. I'm just saying that the fact of the matter is, if you're a playoff team, you need to at least lose games with more jam. Like, had they lost that Tampa Bay game the other day, I would have come in here and said, like I told you, I'm okay. They played great. They played great. We need more games like that. They will win their hockey games. It's fine. That's what I would have said. But after a game like last night, I, I get they were in the game statistically, but they weren't anywhere near in that game. I think the philosophy of Jackie Moon, everybody love everybody around here, needs to kind of be pushed to the side for a little bit. You need a little bit of fire. Need, uh, enough of, oh, we all love playing here. We're all best friends. It's too spread. It's too nice around here. It's too nice. You know, there's no, Marty Wilford's never getting mad at the defense. I mean, uh, uh, Matt Ellis isn't going to get mad at anybody. Donnie Granado um, is is just thinking about things that he can watch on video to teach. Where's the coaching? Where is the coaching? We need teaching is one thing. Oh, you know, we're getting better. We're Where's the coaching? Lindy Ruff used to spend a whole practice. He would stand in the zone and he would skate around the zone with the puck like we were like we were eight years old. He'd say, okay, puck is here. Where are you going? Puck goes here. Oh, puck gets flipped here. Puck goes here. Where are you going? Where are you going? And we all had to move. It was so amateur. But that's coaching. That, to me, is coaching. I have a lot of grief toward Lindy as when I was a player. Not anymore. But I just mean when I was a player. But, man, when you look back and you think about how he coached, and his systems and his beliefs and his philosophies. How you know, it's he... amazing that like, we, we sit here and we have such pent up anger towards Lindy Ruff, but we talk about him all the time because he was an unbelievable coach. Should How go about to the this? Hockey. Should be in the hall. Timo Meyer, who just signed with the New Jersey Devils for $8.8 million per year. Got sat the other night. It was headline news. Do you think Lindy Ruff gives a shit if if Timo Meyer's upset? Devils bench Timo Meyer. Lindy Ruff calls out team and with loss for, uh, against the Panthers. If your top guys are not playing. Sit him on the fucking bench. I don't care how much money they make. If they're not going to win you hockey games, then let them sit on the bench. They will figure it out real quick because they're going to get real angry. I don't think he'll do it. I don't think he has it in him. I don't think he wants to embarrass anybody. I just don't have. Has he benched anybody yet this year? I don't know. No, he hasn't. But I'll ask you. I'll ask you know you why this. he hasn't. I'll ask you this question. Do you know why he hasn't? Because we would have heard about it. Yeah, that's why we know he hasn't. We watched the games. He hasn't benched anybody. They make a mistake. 
They make a mistake, and that same line goes right out the next shift. Can I ask you this question? Four games in. That's the that's the best part about this. It's so early, it's ridiculous to panic. Why is Lindy if, benching Meyer? But if I were to tell you that Philadelphia Flyers are first in the Metropolitan, would you believe that after four games? I no. pegged them to be in the bottom five. I pegged them because they are in transition. They have struggled immensely. But let me tell you, did you ever read on Twitter or, or, or any articles about how John Tortorella ran his his uh, camp, the season opening camp? Did you see the, the, the players laying on the ice? Like literally Snow Angel laying on the ice after a bag skate, after a test. Setting standards that these players have to have to get to. Hard work. And you know, I, I I look at the environment. If when you're in a tough environment, you're you're gonna have guys that are gonna sink and you're gonna have guys that are gonna swim. Okay. The quitters will quit. And the others will just keep pushing on. I don't care how hard the environment is. Right now, seems like a pretty happy environment here in Buffalo. And I'm sure it's not happy right now today. I'm sure that they're trying to not panic. It's only four games, but they have not played well. And I'm not just talking one or two or three guys. I'm talking there's a lot of guys that have not played up the standards which is, so which far. Is why, which is why when you see a guy like, uh, when you see somebody playing well, Plus minuses can be de deceiving. I think Casey Middlestad has played pretty hard. I think he's played hard. Yes. Okay. And I've actually been impressed with Casey Middlestad. I've imp been impressed with Jordan Greenway. I mean, maybe at a time you take Benson off of there, and you throw on and you throw on someone else. Like throw Dylan Cousins on the wing on that line. Start shaking it up. Start letting certain players sit. Start letting certain players. If a player goes out and he has a bad shift, you come off, you look, that's not acceptable. Sit the next one. Go to the middle of the bench. I'll get to you when I need you. It's, it's just, it's simple as that. Who did, who is Casey Middlestat's line mates last like year? If you, everybody. Olafson for the most he, part. He had one constant, Victor Olafson. And he had a revolving door of like, I mean, eight other guys. And he had an okay season up to that point. Okay. Then he gets put with players that not only can he make better because of his skill set and his vision, he can, those players made him better. And he went on fire last 10 games of the season. He had 16 points. He was unbelievable. He was our best forward. We have Jordan Green, Greenway, who's actually played very well. I've, I've been impressed, and I hope that he continues to build off that, not stop. Just keep going. He's a big body. He skates really well. Use it and make guys fear you, okay? I because am, you are a big guy, and he's got some skills. He's got skills to go with that. But I am watching. Why does Casey Middlestad have to play with Benson? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Who's eighteen I, years old? Who is going to be an incredible hockey player in this league someday?
but I, I still will go back to it. And I will say this, we have the youngest team in the national hockey league. Why are we bringing in an 18 year old when this team has not made the playoffs in 12 years? I don't understand. What about all of the younger, other younger players? The J.J. Paterka, like we're putting pressure on J.J. Paterka to play. Well, he's 20. It's not good enough. And and here's the reason why it's not good enough. Because the first time in a very, very, very long time here in Buffalo, there's expectations. Because I'm going to tell you, this is a very talented team. Very talented. Got dynamic hockey players with great skaters. There is a lot of there is a lot of players that can play this game at a very high level. Say it again, broken record. I don't care. You do not have to have all of the same type of player. There has to be a little bit of a difference in styles of play where ha- guys have roles and understand those roles. I don't think there's anybody who knows the role on this team. Everybody thinks they're the same and they all play the same. And we're going to score a lot of goals. But to start the season, you know, we play the Rangers. We lose five to one. We do not play well. And uh, in order to win that game, we have to score six. Last night, we lost four to three. That means we have to score five to win that game. There has to be some accountability defensively. And I understand that um, with super high-end elite hockey players, they want to go on offense and they may not be as good defensively because not everybody is Patrice Bergeron. Not everybody's Patrice Bergeron that plays and cares about the defensive side of the game as much as he does the offensive side of the game. Hey, Andrew, you ever been in a car crash? I know you have because you're a terrible driver, but fortunately for me, I haven't, but I know who I'd call if it ever happened to me. Call our friends at Salino Law, 800-555-5555. For a car crash, call Salino, 800-555-5555. You looking for a nice little getaway? Seneca Allegheny Resort and Casino. Natural beauty meets true luxury. Surrounded by the lush hills of the rolling Allegheny Mountains, incredible views are second only to the outstanding accommodations and service. Enjoy the AAA Four Diamond Resort, complete with luxurious rooms and amenities, expansive dining options, and of course, world-class gaming nestled in the foothills, just a short drive from the quaint village of Ellicottville. Go to SenecaAlleghenyCasino.com for more details. All right, time now for Crash Course, presented by Salino Law. Car crash, call Salino, 800-555-5555. So I ask you this, after the uh, tearing down of that team's game last night, the old cliche, tomorrow's a new day, today's a new day, whatever, yesterday's gone, all that bullshit, what's Don Granado saying to the team today to get ready for the Islanders tomorrow? Don't look behind us. Look ahead. Play with confidence. Figure things out. Hair That's on the it. back of my I mean, neck just stood up. That was so inspiring. So inspirational. <laughs> well, I mean. It sounds like something Donnie would say, too. I mean, he's 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 very, uh, seems very philosophical, uh, maybe even spiritual. 
and, you know, just kind of one of these positive guys. I mean, I don't see him going in and lighting this team up, which is fine. Seems to have worked in the past. I guess I guess we're going to what we're going to discuss right now is how long how long of a leash do you allow your team to kind of figure things out? Because everybody wants to have a great start. Not all teams can have great starts. There is no panic here. I think that there there's so much talent on this hockey team. Um you have to be very pleased what you have to work with. But Talent does not just win you hockey games. Team play. Winning one-on-one battles, because the NHL is ultimately a large game of one-on-one battles. And I think the team has a tremendous amount of skill, vision, talent, skating, but they they need to get they need to to get dirtier. No, they, they need, need to change. To, they need to shift up some lines here. No, I, I there you go. Let's keep I, them the same. We've had nothing yep. from the top line. Nothing. We've had nothing from the top line. Okay, four games in, four games in yep. the season, playoffs, playoff year, all three of them career years. We've had nothing from the top line. Nothing really from the second line. Nice goal by Paterka, by the way. Nice insane. Goal. Nice goal. Absolutely insane. Goal. What a release. Like almost like my I can still remember him receiving that puck and it was off his tape and in the top shelf left hand side. And I my jaw dropped. Because that is not easy to do. Well, you can How get a puck on and that. off your stick that quickly as I talked about yesterday with my last goal in the NHL. It might have even been maybe a bit faster but it's the angle and the position of in which sorry i'm just measuring up to to paterka sure. last night yeah but but in all seriousness it's the angle in which to receive in which he received the puck and how he had to release the puck so quickly and so hard it's it's extremely impressive to catch that snap that like that with two defenders right there like right on you almost if he holds that for half a second to just try to like, yeah, load goaltender, the goaltender is going to be set and it yeah. only takes a goaltender, you know, a, a half bloody a second. second to, yeah. to, to set himself. And, and that would never go in, but because yeah. of the release on that was insane. It was just yeah. insane. Um, I say, change up some lines, change up some lines. You got nothing to lose. Put Benson on the top line, put Thompson with middle stat. Or tuck, sorry, tuck with Middlestad. Yep. Like shake some stuff up, man. Like you imagine Middlestad with Tuck and Greenway, two massive bodies. Yeah. Um, I just think it's. I think you got to shake some shit up. I think you're just. You can't be afraid of any backlash. You can't be afraid. Lindy Ruff used to change the lines up all the time. We used to come in and it would be all like you'd have your colors. And all I knew was I was in the same color every single day for five years in this organization, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I'm saying is, guys would come in, lines would be shaken up, and guys didn't really like it. They liked some chemistry, but but when you have nothing going, nothing like like the passing is in in the zone. It's just guys are bobbling pucks to each other. They're not not in sync. Yeah. 
I think they're all trying to do too much, and I think that you need to spread that out a little bit. I think there's a lot of pressure on that top line, and I think they're, I think they're feeling it. A they need bit. to, they need to get grittier um, when they're entering uh, tough areas. They need to get grittier in front of the net. They need to get to the front of the net because defense have been told this from the time they were ten years old um, to box out. Okay, a defenseman's job is to identify when the puck goes to the point to look to for a player to box out. And right now I think it's really easy for, for a lot of these defensemen to box out. There needs to be some anger and some grit getting to the front of the net. Like you're almost, you're owning that area. The one-on-one battles offensively in the neutral zone and defensively, there needs to be some anger when you go into those battles. When you go into those one-on-one battles, you have to come out with the puck. There's no other there's no other mindset. And I just think little things. I mean, the energy when this team plays with energy and they play with their speed and their skill set and they have a high energy, man, this team is awesome. And right now they look they they look flat, which is the most puzzling part of this because Which is why you change it up. It's only four games in. How how are you it's flat? A, exactly. Exactly. It's time to you gotta shift you gotta shift it up. You know that when you need a goal or you need to get something going again, you can throw those guys back together and maybe it'll give them some life. But right now you gotta split them up. Yeah. Because you don't want to go one and four. Because the Islanders are not a joke. Okay. The Islanders are not a joke. The old saying, when when things are when you're struggling, everybody, everybody is tough to play against. Everybody. Like you gotta realize the the Sabres are, you know, in, in four games, they've they've got two points. That's like tied for last in the league. But we're not panicking because they're only four games in. Damn right. No panic. Team's too good. The team is a very good team. But here's the thing. I I I get concerned when you when you're in an environment because the players know this. And don't don't think that they don't. The players know that they're going into year 13. And this team has not made the playoffs in 13 years. The team's the team has they've answered questions about it in the media. Um they're very aware of this. If, if another team was not in a situation where they had not made the playoffs in 13 years, things would be different. But there, are, there is pressure on this team. There are some big contracts that have been signed, and, and, and deservingly so. Every single one of them has deserved these contracts. And I don't think anybody is upset with contracts that have been signed. But that, they got to put that behind them. Contracts is over. Now it's about winning hockey games. But I will say this, and I, I wonder if that's before. where I wonder if that is that's where the the pressure picks up. I mean, young players and young players. I've been through it myself when I've signed a, a big contract, and you you're in your head, you're trying to justify it and all that kind of stuff, and now you feel that you have to do more than what you've done in the past, and that's not necessarily the case. Like all these all these players are young. They, they, they're still growing. They, they still are growing, but there needs to be an urgency to win hockey games. And right now this team's very, 
youthful. There is not a lot of uh, um, pedigree, winning pedigree in this in this lineup. And I think this is where you need these older veteran hockey players to calm down and and have these young players watch and receive the body language and swagger of an older player, even though you're 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 failing and you're not playing your best hockey. Like who are these younger who's Dylan Cousins supposed to look to? Tage Thompson? Tage Thompson's like young himself. Supposed to look to Jeff Skinner. Jeff Skinner hasn't made the playoffs in his entire career. He and he's 31. Something to think about, right? There's no panic, but you're also getting a glimpse of 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 what you have. And I look at other teams, the teams like Ottawa that were very similar to the Sabers. They went and they went out and signed some some much needed some some needed players. There's not much optimism right now. Listen, if you're seeing a team that plays well, you're like, all right, it's it, it's coming though. But it's just not there. I mean, look at the fans at the game last night, man. It is God. Well, the fan base right now is I I watch game one. And I had the biggest smile on my face ever. And why was that? Sold out. Sold out, packed. And I remember those days. You remember those days. Because when we played here, this place was packed, man. I mean, fans were nuts. Buffalo fans are awesome. Hardworking, hardworking kid, uh, parents that bring their kids to the games and man, are they, it's a great, great fan base here. And then all of a sudden in game two, and then all of a sudden, and now in game four, I mean, where'd all the fans go? Winning, winning hockey games will put people in the stands. That's what it's all about. People want to watch winners. People want to watch winners. I don't care what market you're in. You look at Florida Panthers. Went yeah, down there two years though, ago, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. But it's a different hockey market, packed. different fan base. I think these. Yeah, it's I a think, different fan base no, because I they're think, one of the best teams in the league. No, but these, no, these fans, these fans. It wasn't always about winning. It was not always about winning for the Saber fans. I'm sorry, it was not. It wasn't even always about fighting. It was about effort. It was about excitement. These games are not exciting. This this team is not exciting to watch. They are flat. There's no energy. There's nothing to even there's nothing to cheer for other than the fact that you need you, now you need all these high-paid players to perform. That's really all you're cheering for. Yeah. You I know, wonder like, if the players on the bench back in the day got an adrenaline rush from seeing a guy like Rob Ray go out and and make a body check, get in a fight, ignite the fans, 
ignite the team on the bench. You got Matthew Barnaby, um, Brad May going out there doing their thing. You had back in in my time, Scud Missile. You had Andrew Peters. You had uh, Patty Coletta. Was there a game that someone other than Patty Coletta won the, uh, what is that, Karuba Collision? No. He knew his job. He knew his job. And he did it to the best of his abilities. And every single guy in the bench, guys like Derek Roy, Okay, a little soft Derek Roy, a little skilled guy, and Timmy Connolly, the greatest stick handler of all time, and Thomas Vanek and Pominville. Hey, they all appreciated Patty Coletta. They appreciated those guys because they, Patty Coletta and those other guys, Matthew Barnaby, that type of player ignited the star players, gave them energy. Would you agree with that over the course of time here in Buffalo? Because I hated Buffalo. I freaking hated Buffalo when I played against you guys when all those years when I played for Montreal. And yes, I know you're going to say it and you know, I'm going to roll my eyes. We hated you too, Ribs. I hated this city. I hated the fans. I hated Lindy Ruff. And I also hated the makeup. How would you feel now coming team. here? Bet you'd be pretty happy. I love it. Oh my God. Don Granato needs to wake this team up. That's basically where I was going with this entire segment. If you need a crash course, here's the crash course. Don Granato, it's time to coach, man. You got it's it's time for Don Granato to coach. I'm not saying he's on the hot seat. I'm not saying he should be fired. But I'm saying he needs to start coaching. That's your crash course today, presented by Salino Law. Car crash, call Salino eight hundred five 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 five. Thanks to everybody for listening to After the Whistle presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. Don't forget to get your, uh, well, any bet you want to make, but your uh, football bets for the weekend down at the sports book. And uh, good luck on that and have a great weekend.